Mine's good. Life good! Got real close. I hear high, right? Trying to hit two thirds. Have they saved it for her? Yes, they have! Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham Scott alongside, as always, hi, Scott. Sean, hi! Uh, so we are recording outside for the first time ever. Yeah, it must not be curling season anymore. Hey? Yeah, we're sitting outside, so there might be some ambient noise of that. We also have a, a crowd. For the first time, an audience of uh, those of you who have listened for a while will remember Nancy White back. Uh, she's out of range of the microphone right now, not going to say anything. We also have Ryan Stammers here. They are here to provide potentially some commentary and some nasty comments based off of what we're about to say. Uh oh. Well, uh, maybe what you're about to say, Sean, but I think what I'm about to say, everybody will agree with. Okay, so what we're doing here is. We are fantasy booking a briar. So we're taking the current format of the briar, because as we record this, they have not announced any changes to the format that a lot of people didn't like. So we're taking that format, and we are going to put teams in that we would like to see from any era, but they have to represent their given province or territory. I've also picked a Team Canada and a wildcard team, because it made it a lot easier for me. Uh, I don't think you did there, Scott. You went with the provinces, which is cool. Uh, but we're going to go back and forth. We'll go province by province discussing which team we would want to see if we were fantasy booking our Briar. Yeah, it's going to be really good. And, and no, I didn't ahead of time pick a Team Canada, but I'm sure I can figure something out. Yeah, so yeah I'm, sure, I'm sure it won't be hard. I've picked years too, uh, specific years of the teams uh, for a number of different reasons. Uh, and we're going to do our Scotty's fantasy booking next week as well. So we've done it for the women as well. So before anyone sends any angry emails as to why we're only doing this for the men, it's because we're doing the women next week. So let's start. I did east to west, sort of. So let's start <laughs> with the one that's probably the easiest, and Newfoundland and Labrador. Yeah, the easiest one is obviously Newfoundland and Labrador, a world championship team uh, from last season. Second place this year is Brad Gushu's team. Yeah, so Brad Gushu, I picked the 2017 team as if I was picking a year. You picked this year's team rather than last year's No, team. 2017. Oh, okay. It's okay. 2018. What, what, right what's now. happening? What year yeah, is it's, it? It's 2018. I picked last year's team. They went 9-2 and two in the round robin and shot 89%. Yeah, that, that team was uh, pretty great, and that's also the team that won the world championship uh, as opposed to the team that was the runner-up. So I feel pretty good about that. Plus, they did it in their home province. Yeah, and a very uh, exciting last shot. Really the, exciting. the only problem with picking the 2017 team, though is that Jeff Walker was hurt. So if you're actually fantasy booking a Briar, then you have an injured Jeff Walker. Yeah, that's there. true. That's true. I didn't think about that. But uh, let's just assume that everyone can get the magic spray, you know, from soccer and uh, heal all heal injuries yeah. just like that. Yeah. So the only really other option for Newfoundland, I think, would be that Jack McDuff team. That's 1975, right. Yeah. the other winner. And uh, But I think it's pretty clear that it's Brad Gushu. Yeah, and, and him having gone there, you know, 16 years in a row or whatever it is, it sort of adds a bit uh, of credence to him being the team that we bring in. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I think, yeah, that's a pretty easy, straightforward one. Newfoundland, Labrador, Brad Gushu. So let's move on to uh, Nova Scotia. I think Nova Scotia, yeah, Sean. I, w- I want to hear about uh, your your thoughts on Nova so Scotia. So Nova Scotia, I think, is uh, a really interesting one. Three, um, three Briar titles for teams from Nova Scotia. Yes, yeah, so I'm going with the 2004 Mark Dacey team that won. The reason I'm picking that 2004 
Mark Dacey team that won in part is because they beat Randy Furby. And that was the third, excuse me, the fourth of Randy Furby's five consecutive finals appearances. And we'll talk about Randy Furby later, I'm sure. But I'm picking Mark Dacey because of who he beat in the final as opposed to any of the other Nova Scotia champions. So that's why I have Mark Dacey. Well, that, you know, those reasons make a little bit of sense, but part of the reason I didn't pick Mark Dacey as my Nova Scotia team uh, is because I haven't heard that much about uh, Nova Scotia curling since that 2004 winning mm-hmm. team. And, and so for that reason, what I did is I went way back in time to the first Briar, 1927, hey. and I picked uh, the winning team, Murray McNeil, Al McInnes, Cliff Torrey, and Jim Donahoe. Wow. First, your first Canadian curling champion winners out of the province of Nova Scotia. Wow. That's, that's got to be the pick here. That's not unfair. Uh, now, this is, of course, the day's pre-world championship, so we can't mm-hmm. really assess them based on what they did. Mark Dacey, of course, went on to win a bronze medal in those 2004 world champions. Uh, chip so yeah it's hard to argue with the first ever champion yeah and and part of what uh drew me to that team was because i wanted to have somebody from that era on my list Mm -hmm. and first ones to win it i mean that's pretty impressive maybe not uh not as many teams competing you know but uh pretty good and also uh the thing that i didn't really consider was that uh they, they played with corn brooms, you know, so if they were playing in an era like a current briar against everybody else with all their technology, then uh, they probably wouldn't fare as well. They probably wouldn't do as well. And one of the things I've, I've noticed in researching this as, we, as we've been going through it is the team shooting percentages. Like if you look at briars from the 60s and 70s, the cumulative percentages, you know, the, the top teams would be low 70s. And yeah. now the top teams are high 80s high or 80s low, 90s. low 90s. So a really huge change in what is considered good shooting uh, and what, what isn't. So it's, it's hard to compare. But yeah, first ever team uh, to win, really hard to argue against that. What's interesting, too, is at that time, though, games were 14 ends. No free guard zone yep. either. So this team would, they're not really, like the games would be so different. Very different. Uh-huh. They'd say, what are we done for? <laughs> yeah, it'd be like 14 ends and the game is three to two. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's all we got of that. Um, they're only, uh, only one Briar or national championship appearance, uh, according to his Wikipedia entry, but they won it. So nobody else or very few people have 100% success rates. Uh, so you're going with Murray McNeil. I have uh, Mark Dacey there. So let's move on then. Do you want to go to the island? Yeah, we can do the island for sure. All right, so let's do the island. The island, I think, is tough uh, in terms of finding a team. Not a lot of success from the island in Briar history. So that's why I am going with the 1969 team skipped by Alan Smith. And, of course, third by Bob Dylan. Uh, famously, who is in the PI Provincial Sports Hall of Fame. Wow. I'm picking them. Tell me why. They are. They have the best result ever for a PEI team. That team finished third in 1969. So just by way of that, I have to go with that squad. Well, yeah, that, that's pretty good. You know, the Briar uh, having having not had a lot of success for, for PEI at the Briar. Um my team is a little bit more recent, 
Not fan favorite uh, Easy Eddie McKenzie, though. But he's won so many. He's been <laughs> there so often. He has been there uh, quite a few times. Uh, not not the most in PI history, of course. So the team that I picked uh, is a team skipped by Robert Campbell, third Peter Gallant, second Mark O'Rourke, and lead Mark Butler. And they played in the two th- or mid-2000s, mid-90s? I can't remember. So uh, Peter Gallant played in 91, 93, 95, 97, 99. Yeah, mid-90s. A bunch. It was a mid-90s team. Uh, Peter Gallant, both Peter Gallant and Robert Campbell have played in nine career Briars. Yes. Uh, not all of them as skip. I think six skips each, six times skipping each. Uh, and, you know, they were just sort of uh, mainstays of PI curling for that period of time. Mm-hmm. And... That that for that reason it goes to them for me. It's hard to argue against Peter Gallant in any form, <laughs> sure, uh, right? Or or frankly Rod McDonald too. I think he was on a couple of those teams. So those are obviously some of the best curlers from PEI's modern era. Mm-hmm. And you know you wonder too if that team came together right now if they could represent PEI. With all due respect to Eddie McKenzie, uh, it'd be interesting to see. Well, they're, they've all uh, graduated to the senior level in the last couple of years. so And coaching. Peter Glant, of course, has been coaching yeah, that's right, uh, yeah. a lot as well. Coaching the South Korean team, the women's team that had such a good run at the Olympics that's last right. year. That's right. Uh, and obviously the father of Brett Glant. Who plays for Brad Gushu? Yeah, so we could uh, get some father-son uh, rivalry yeah, at this kind like, of event. The people oh, in PEI must be sort of like Dean Moser with Saskatchewan, sort of lamenting that their best players just leave. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seeing what Brett Gallant has uh, gone on to after he won a Canadian Junior Championship as the skip for PEI. So uh, a little disappointing, perhaps, for the people out there on the island. Uh, so let's move on to uh, New Brunswick. Scotty, I think the answer for me is very easy. The New Brunswick team that should be in a fantasy briar. Yeah. And that is the 2000 team skipped by Russ Howard. Yeah. That finished second, losing the final to Greg McCauley. So Russ Howard, Wayne Talon, uh, Grant Odisha, uh, and also Rick... um, Rick at second. Oh yeah, whose last, who's last name? Sadly, I can't remember at the top, off the top of my head. Boy, Sean, this is research here. I wrote down the names of all these players. Boy, um, Rick Perrin. Oh, of course, of course, Rick Perrin. Uh, no, no uh, shade thrown there. And uh, I also picked a Russ Howard team, but uh, I put him together with his uh, buddy James Gratton uh, and Mark Lecoq and uh, Grant Odishaw. So that's who later. They played the a couple de- years is that later. Like the two thousand. Like 2002, 2003, okay. uh, Didn't they play together, though, uh, whenever uh, Glenn Howard made that crazy shot uh, against Joel Jordison against Saskatchewan? Russ Howard was at that one, at that Briar, too, playing with uh, James Gratton. That's right. Um, yeah, they played together for the better part of that decade. Yeah. And I know that he got to the final with his other team. I just thought this team overall... Uh, uh, was there more consistently and made more appearances together, so that's why I picked them. All right, yeah, probably better players overall, you're right, but I, I, it's hard for me to go against a team that made it to a final and almost won. It was a close game in that 2000 final against That's Greg true. That, that was really the closest Russ ever got uh, after leaving Ontario. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that's why I'm going with them. All right, so let's move on to La Belle Provence, our friends in Quebec. Yeah, and Sean, I I had to pick the uh, their world champion there, uh, uh, Jean Michel Menard, from two thousand three. Was it two thousand six? That's what I have as well. The two thousand three okay. Jean Michel Menard team 
Francois Roberge, Eric Sylvain, and Maxime uh, Elmila, I think is how you pronounce that last name, I'm not sure. And that squad, that I think an upset victory, perhaps? Yeah. In 2006 I, to go on and win. Definitely, definitely an upset. They played uh, that great Glenn Howard team with Rich Hart and Lang and Saville yep. uh, in the final, and, and Glenn Howard was heavily favored, but uh, Jim came up big. You know, yeah. and uh, and went on to win the world championship after that. So yeah. So the the other there, there's a couple teams that I think you could pick out of Quebec. Another one is that Guy Hemmings teams from the late '90s. That's yeah. That's that a good one. Played two straight, played in two straight finals, lost to Wayne Madaw and Jeff Stoughton in '98 and '99, mm-hmm. respectively, with Pierre Charette. And I've played against Pierre Charette, and uh, it was one of the more demoralizing moments of my life. I made one of the best freezes I've ever made. And he just went down and made like a double run, like no problem. <laughs> I was like, like that's probably the greatest shot I've ever made, and it was gone thirty seconds later by a guy who didn't really pay that much attention to <laughs> what he was doing. He just knew how to do it. He's that he was that good. Uh, and the other team, of course, is the '77 Jim Ursel team that won. That one, yeah. That you could pick as well. But uh, having that team, that Menard team, win a world championship, I think puts them over the top for and me. playing against a bit stiffer competition, I'd say, uh, in that 2006 field. Yeah, very good field. So, mm-hmm. in a related note, if we move a little further west to Ontario, I'm picking the 2007 Glenn Howard team. Oh, you're picking the 2007 Glenn Howard team. That eh? one, yeah. And I'm picking the 2007 Glenn ah. Howard team over, say, the 2011 Glenn Howard team because of Richard Hart. I think Wayne Madaw is obviously a great player, right? He's won at pretty much every position. <laughs> Uh, on, on yeah. that, you could, that you could have on a curling team. But I think as a third, Richard Hart is a better third than Wayne Madaw. So, and I also think that's when that team was at its best interesting. in 2007. So that's why I'm picking that version of the Glenn Howard team. That's interesting. I, I, uh, I'm going to disagree with you on this one, Sean. And uh, I'm going to stay in the family, though, with uh, Howard. And i got to pick the 1993 team with Russ oh. Howard, Glenn Howard, Wayne Madaw, and Peter Corner, okay. four four players who have all skipped their own teams at the Briar mm-hmm. uh, after that. That's that's to me like one of the most insanely good teams ever. Yeah. Now this is something we actually didn't talk about before. I didn't want two people, two Russes, two Russes basically, or two anyone's right. Oh, so geez. I already had Russ Howard in the field, so that's why I put this Glenn Howard team in. I also don't. I, I you know, I wonder if obviously we we can never know, but. That Russ Howard team versus that Glenn Howard team, like that Glenn Howard team might be the second best team ever. Like that rivalry they had with Kevin Martin in the late aughts. Yeah, yeah I agree. Like those could be the two best teams we have ever seen. But I, I think if we're looking ahead to this this year with the all skips team experiment mm-hmm. that we're seeing in in the women's side in Manitoba, if you look back at this '93 team, this is the proof that it could work. No, it's not because those that team came together. Not as skips, but as players who went on to be skips. Well, of course, but you know they all have skip mentality, you know, in their in their core being. Sean, <laughs> you don't you're you're born with being a skip. Yeah, you're not. You're not you're, yeah. You don't just become one. <laughs> you have that inside you. Oh, okay. And that's a team that's all skips. That's I, I don't know. I think that team is really really good. No, oh, it's an excellent team. There, there's absolutely no doubt. Uh, so, so, we, so we based disagree. on but based on your rules, no rules. Spring, we didn't talk about it. Springing was, on me now. It was just my feeling that if we were actually going to make this a reality, which we could, 
uh, because most of the people on my list are still alive. <laughs> um, so if we actually wanted to fantasy book this, um, that that would be a way to do it. But okay, so we disagree there. Do you have any other uh, like honorable mentions from Ontario? Maybe Ed Wernick's team. Well, Ed Wernick may or may not come up later for me. Uh, um, oh, yeah, Sean, Sean's getting a wild card. I'm doing on. a wild card, but Ed Wernick, of course, is to me the other one that you could have for Ontario that immediately comes to mind as as an option. Uh, otherwise, there's no names that really spring to mind straight away. Okay. Uh, I don't know. What about you? No, that was the other team I was thinking of was uh, was Eddie Wernick there in his 1990 championship team. Yeah, because he won a few different times mm-hmm. uh, with different rosters. All right, so if we move to northern Ontario, uh, there's, uh, I think, I, to me it's obvious what team has to be here. Oh. Uh, and I don't think it's... With all due respect, I don't think it's close. So you think it's got to be... Al Hackner. Al Hackner. Al okay, Hackner, good. Yeah. I said I Al Hackner, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's close. Al Hackner with Rick Lang, Ian Tetley, and Pat Perrode. Yeah, 1985 uh, yeah, uh, Briar Champions. Team, yeah, yeah uh, that's the team I picked, too. Uh, I know that our boys, Jacobs, there have had a good run in uh, the last couple of years and had an amazing 2014, you know, winning the Olympic gold. But, uh, no, obviously this team is an all-time all-time team and have to be the the reps for Northern Ontario. Yeah, and, and Al Hackner won two world championships. Brad Jacobs has not won a world championship. He's only won one Briar. Now, of course, the Olympics changes the math, but Al Hackner couldn't play in the Olympics. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I think this is the team, too. We're on. We're in agreement on this one. Yeah, and, and Rick Lang, too. Like, don't sleep on Rick Lang as a player. Um, and I, like most people know Rick Lang now is, like, the friendly guy who sits behind the boards at the Continental <laughs> Cup but Rick Lang was a great player too oh uh, big time yeah and, and on that team yeah so I think it's pretty clear that it's got to be Al Hackner now if we as we move into the prairies of course it gets more difficult so if we move on to Manitoba this one I had a hard time with Scott yeah Man- Manitoba is a really really hard one and I to me thinking all things through it came down to Jeff Stoughton being the best skip to come out of Manitoba and then I had to pick which Jeff Stoughton team I was going to put on here. Okay. And what I decided to do was to look at the rest of the players that he played with and see what they did after having played with him. Oh, interesting. And so for that reason... So you're I, going with the 2011 I team? I picked the 2011 team yeah. with John Mead, Reed Carruthers, and Stevie Gould. They, uh, that, that was actually the first Briar I think I went to in person mm. was 2011 in London. And I had a front row seat for the uh, Alberta-Ontario match. Uh, but I also got to see Jeff Stoughton play there, and, and that team was really quite good, and I think what tips it is Reed Carruthers going on to have some success as a skip himself. Does it matter, though, that Reed Carruthers and Jeff Stoughton, at least in that briar, clearly didn't like each other? <laughs> no, I think it's like, better. To, it sort of adds a little bit of a cool dynamic to it. That they did not get along? That's right. Okay, I don't think it's nearly as clear-cut as you indicated that it was. About Jeff Stoughton? Yeah, yeah. I think you can make a case for... Kerry Burtnick, I also think, you, in part because Kerry Burtnick got sick. Right. right? So, yeah. you, you know, there's sort of a what if with Kerry Burtnick that if he hadn't gotten sick in the prime of his career, what could he have done? And obviously there's no way of knowing. But then you also have to look back into the 70s and Don Duguid, 
Don Duguid, yeah, you could say Vic Peters even yeah. uh, in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, I mean, Manitoba is obviously the best, I think, historically the best province for men's curling. Does the Spinorama change anything? Jeff Stout and Oh, the uh, Jeff Stout and Spinorama, that uh, could add something, yeah. For entertainment value, it's true, you want to give the people what they want. Uh, but Mike McEwen does it. Uh, as well. Yeah, so um, Mike McEwen's team not on here? Not for me, not no. A, not um, in the mix? No, they haven't won. They, <laughs> I know. We're, we're talking about multiple winners. I know, I know. Um, and they, they, haven't they have even, they've have decided to break up too. So Yeah, so oh, well, all the other teams that we talked about uh, or have talked about have also broken up <laughs> as well. So Not, not uh, Brad Gushy yet. Not yet. No, that's, that's true. But if you look at the early years, a lot of Manitoba teams won, but it was a lot of different Manitoba teams. That's right. Yeah, it's such a hard province to get out of because yeah. there's so many great curlers there. Yeah, so so the team that I picked, I also picked Jeff Stoughton. And for me, it was the multiple world championships that was the tiebreaker for me versus Don Duguid. And I picked actually that 99 team with right. John Mead, Gary Vandenberg, and Doug Armstrong uh, as the squad. But, you could, yeah, you could talk me into any really of those the, the other thing with the, the 2011 team was they beat uh, that Glenn Howard team in the final right uh, and when you look at the 1999 team they beat Pete, the Guy Hemmings team so I would uh, if I'm looking at tiebreakers I would say that Glenn Howard team was better so that's fair they yeah. beat a better team yeah that's yeah that's not unreasonable uh, at all so let's move to Saskatchewan where Dean Moser uh, if he's listening, this is where he will be excited slash disappointed because we're not going to spend much time on Saskatchewan because it's so it's clear. So, it's so easy. It's, it's the Richardson. Yeah, it's easily yeah. Uh, the Richardson team that wins four out of five Briars in the late 50s, early 60s. I picked the 60 team just because. Uh, but they win four. Actually, and, and Wes Richardson wasn't on that last team. He didn't win that fourth one with him. They had a different lead. Oh. But, yeah, it's got to be the Richardson skipped by Ernie. Yeah, Ernie Arnold, Garrett, and Wes. That's uh, that's your winners from Saskatchewan. And then it's been a slow slow decline <laughs> for Saskatchewan men's curling since then. But, yeah, it's easily Ernie Richardson. Yeah, no question about it. Now, where it gets a lot harder. I love Sask- I lived in Saskatchewan, but that's enough time on Saskatchewan <laughs> men's curling because it's just so obvious. Uh, is Alberta. Alberta becomes a lot more difficult. And... Now, I had a Team Canada okay. and a wildcard, so it makes it a little easier for me with okay. two extra slots. Well, why don't, we, why don't we move to these Team Canada and wildcard teams? Because So what I'm going to say for Team Alberta is what I think is the best team ever, and it's Kevin Martin's team that won the Olympic gold in 2010 with John Morris, Mark Kennedy, and Ben Hebert. Now, to me, that's the, the most dominant team I've ever watched play. Uh, when they were firing on all cylinders, they are mm-hmm. unbeatable. Yep. Like literally for two years at the Briar unbeatable. Yes. And so that's that's got to be my team. Now, I'm assuming that that's not your Alberta team. It's not my Alberta team. That's my Team Canada team because I agree with you that I think that's the best team we've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. So so if we're talking about Team Alberta, yeah. I've got three other teams that, yeah. I, that I would slot in here and I think would be deserving. Go for it. So the first one's got to be the Furby Four. Yep. Uh, then we got Hector Vase. Yep. Their team from the 70s. And in the 80s, uh, maybe not 70s. Anyway, uh, Pat, no Ryan, 70s, you're right. Pat Ryan, Randy Furby, Don Walchuk, Don McKenzie. Okay, so all of those, I think, are good choices. I picked Randy Furby. Yep. And the Furby 4, they made five straight finals. Yeah, it's the pretty insane. And I, I don't care that Kevin Martin wasn't playing. Like, he, he, you know, if you don't know the story, read you can read about 
Kevin Martin was upset about sponsorship with the CCA and not allowing their team sponsors as mm-hmm. part of the Briar, so he just boycotted and did not play in Alberta playdowns during this time. I don't think that really compromises that they made five straight Briar finals and they won four of them. Yeah, that is incredible. I think Scott Pfeiffer and Marcel Rock were the predecessors to Mark Kennedy and Ben Ebert as power front-end sweepers because I watched a lot of clips in researching this of sweeping from the 90s Mm -hmm. and yeah (laughs) you know with all due respect to those people uh, a lot of at this point you know Monday night club curlers are doing more than what Hmm. high level curlers in the 90s were doing for sweeping so I think those were the, the guys who really were at the forefront of fitness and changing curling from sort of an activity into a sport so I, I think that they have to be considered really the the pioneers of this era of curling. And that's why I have them there for, for all of those reasons. Yeah, and I, I think you make a really great point. Uh, obviously, this was one of the teams I was debating putting in this Alberta spot. I have really no problem with it. Uh, and as you say, they were great. They were somewhat infuriating to watch. Uh, I'll remember thinking, like, why can't anybody beat these guys? Like, Randy Furby is just playing with his mustache back there. <laughs> like, what the heck? But uh, no, no denying that they're a really great great team and great players. Yeah, so that's who I have coming out of Alberta for my fantasy briar uh, with Kevin Martin as my Team Canada. Right, right. So let's move west to uh, British Columbia. Okay. And here's another one that maybe would skew a little more modern. And I'm, I don't, I'm not cheating a little bit, but because this team actually represented British Columbia and won. But I'm picking the 1994 team, skipped by Rick Folk, which of course had Pat Ryan mm. after he moved from Alberta to British Columbia with uh, Bart Gretzinger and Jerry Richard as my team coming out of British Columbia. Would you be surprised if I told you that I picked the exact same Hey-o. team? Hey, that's pretty good. Of course, you got Greg McCauley's team from 2000 that won the world championship, sort of coming out of nowhere. Uh, I played at the the club in New West when I lived out there a couple times. And, you know, they've got the banners and stuff. And Kelly Law was also at that club. Yep. But it was it seemed to be like like just kind of random that he won i mean he, he yeah like drinking his beers and he's like oh we had a good week and and won so you know no not taking anything away from them but if i'm looking at all time this team is uh pretty right. pretty darn good and this is also a way to get pat ryan who won to to in, in alberta, alberta yeah. uh, into the field as well yeah yeah that's having true. to be in british columbia so i think that team you could make a case perhaps for the teams with Jim Cotter and John Morris as perhaps being as good, but I'm not sure that they are. Uh, I, I think that 94 team is just better. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, you can't argue with the results that uh, Morris and Cotter had in 2016 when they went uh, to the finals, but... Uh, no, this team. I have no qualms with picking this team at all. No, so plus all right. you get Rick Folk in there. So yeah, so yeah, so and again, like part of my overall strategy in trying to book this was to get as many great players as I could. So in looking at the specific years for teams, who was on the team in any given year? Okay. So having those guys be able to get into that field, then I think is really uh, 
really paramount for this field. So if we move north, uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't care who is UConn, but Thomas Scoffin. I picked Thomas Coffin. Sure, yeah. I, I was just looking at one team to represent the territories uh, because we don't have a lot, big history to draw on, you know, for other teams being in the in the field other than one. Yeah. So uh, given that, I went with the first Northwest Territories team to make the playoffs. Uh, it was Jamie Cooey's team in 2012 with Tom Nog- Nof- Nogler, Nofler, Nogler <laughs> uh, Brad Chorotkowski, and uh, Robert Borden. Yeah, so that's who I have as well as my Northwest Territories team. That week was cool for a variety of reasons, uh, not least of which because we got the Cooey Cooey playoff game in the 3-4 mm-hmm. where Kevin and Jamie were neither of them clearly really wanted to be playing against each other like neither yeah. of them like when the game was over and Kevin Cooey won he was not really happy about it no, um, no. And, and you know the their their father Fred who is always fun to see in the stands uh, with his two flags and two hats and all that uh, he, I don't think he was happy. That's like the one game I think he's watched where he wasn't really having fun either. Because mm-hmm. uh, even when they play each other during the round robin, well, it's the round robin, okay, fine, whatever. But in the playoffs, I think it was a little harder for him. Yeah, when it's winter, go home. It's a little yeah. tough. But certainly I think that has to be the team uh, from the Northwest Territories. Mm-hmm. And then Nunavut, we'll just pick Dave St. Louis because we played him and we like him. Yeah. Uh, another fun thing about that 2012 Briar Sean yeah. is that I was there. Hey-o. In Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Love the tune. Going, uh, going to a few games, and it, it, it snowed <laughs> in March. In Saskatoon, what a shock. Yeah, I, I guess. I was living in uh, Victoria there, uh, or just about to move to Victoria, so I was dreaming of, of better weather. Mm. So your, you did not pick a wildcard team for this. I did. My wildcard team that I have s- eventually... Landed on. I'm picking Ed Wernick as my wildcard team for okay. this field. Uh, I want him in there just as if for no other reason as a personality because <laughs> uh, he was a fun guy from all accounts and, and rather charismatic out on the ice. So I'm picking Ed Wernick as my wildcard. Now, you did not pre select a wildcard, but there is a ton of really good teams that we've talked about that are not currently in your field, Scott. Yeah, I think uh, based on this you know, being sprung on me a little bit. I, I really want to go with a Kerry Burtnick team. Uh, maybe the 1995 champion team. Okay. Because uh, like you said, it, I, I do uh, want to get some Manitoba representation given how good they've been in the field and we've already selected uh, Kevin Martin as Team Canada along with Randy Furby. So that takes care of Alberta. So to get uh, Manitoba a little more representation, I'll go uh, Kerry Burtnick. Plus it holds form to... Uh, to how the wild card game went this year, where it was an all Manit- Manitoba th- game. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And uh, well, I don't know if it fully settles on Alberta. Ron North. We did not talk about Ron Northcott, of yeah, course. Yeah, three-time champion, Ron Northcott, uh, winning in the '60s. So you could make a case. Yeah, but for I, them. I, you know, don't want to stack the field with three teams from Alberta. I mean, let's let's be honest here. Right, two well, is, also two have, is enough. You also have Matt Baldwin, who won three in the fifties out of Alberta. Uh, so, it, you know, it's, you don't want to you don't want to just diminish. They're not listening to our podcast, John. <laughs> they might be. Um, well, if they know. are, write in and let us know how upset you well, are. I don't think they're in position to write, um, <laughs> but they might be listening to us. Uh. Uh, so anyway. 
Uh, and they might be in position to write. I actually don't know if they're still with us or not. I hope that they are and that they are listening to this. So anyway, so let's run down our fields real quick for everyone because we have slightly different fields. We did agree on a few, but we, we did have some divergence. So well, let's come to an agreement then on... Uh, okay, so on Newfoundland and Labrador, bread, gushu, easy. Yeah. No, no problem. Uh, New Brunswick, I like the 2000 Russ Howard team because they made it to the final. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, you know, one or the other, it doesn't make a big difference to me. Okay, so I'm so we'll go with the 2000 Russ Howard team. Cool. Nova Scotia 2004 Mark Dacey. Uh, I'm going to pick 1927. First champions. I think that we deserve some other eras to be represented. All right, here. fine. We'll go with the 1927 National Championship team. Uh, Prince Edward Island. I like going with the team that had the best finish for the province. Okay, let's do it. So we're going with the 1969 Alan Smith team. Alan Smith. Quebec. I think uh, we were in agreement we, on 2006 Jean-Michel Menard. Yeah, we both went with uh, Jim. Now, Ontario, we had different Glenn Howard teams. Uh, yeah, or well, we had different Howard teams, excuse me. We had both had Glenn Howard there. If we if we say that we already have Russ Howard in and we don't want him in twice, I have no problem going with uh, Okay, so we have the 2007 Glenn Howard team. Northern Ontario, we got uh, Al, Al Hackner, Hackner from 1985. Manitoba, do we want 99 Jeff Stoughton or 2011 Jeff Stoughton? I'm going to go 2011 Jeff Stoughton, and I'll push on it because he, pe- he beat better competition uh, and and Reed Carruthers being the tiebreaker. All right, and Steve Gold's on that team. Steve Gold's not on the t- 1999 team. So, yeah, let's go with Jeff Stoughton, 2011. 2011, with a shout-out to Don Duguid. Uh, Saskatchewan, 1960 Ernie Richardson. No, no debate there. Uh, Alberta. I had the 2002 Furby team. Not that it really matters. I picked 2002 just because they beat John Morris when he was skipping out of Ontario. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, Joe Franz. Uh, yeah. And I think Langer yeah. was on that. Lang- I don't know. Savile, Savile and Lang. Lang- yeah. yeah, they were on that yeah. team as well. So I picked the 2002 version. Yeah, okay. Uh, just because. Uh, British Columbia 1994. Rick Folk, Pat Ryan yeah. uh, team. We have Tom Scoffin from 2018. We got Dave St. Louis from 2018 rocking. Our field there, Northwest Territories, 2012, Jamie Cooey making the playoffs, no doubt there. Team Canada. Team Canada, we have the 2000, uh, which year did we pick for Kevin Martin? Well, uh, not that it matters really that much. I would say the 2010 team, they come off uh, back-to-back Briar wins in 08 and 09, and in 2010 they win the Olympic gold medal going undefeated. Okay. So that's the team I would pick. All right, so 2010, Kevin Martin, and for the wild card, I had 1982 Ed Wernick as my team, whereas you picked the Kerry Burtnick team. Right. Uh, I'm fine either way. All right, well, let's go for TV purposes and Vic making Vic happy. <laughs> We're going to go rush. with 1982 uh, Ed Wernick team. And we, so we, we don't have a Kerry Burtnick on there. We don't have uh, Don Duguid on there. We don't have Ron Northcutt on there. Uh, so a lot of good teams. Don't make our fantasy Briar field. Hey, there's a lot of good teams that don't make the Briar every year. So, you know, they'll just have to try again next time for the next for the next uh, fantasy, fantasy fantasy Briar fantasy Briar uh, title. Experience. So, though those that's our fantasy Briar. See if we can put it together. I don't think we'll be able to round up that 1927 championship maybe, squad. Maybe maybe be a little tough. I'll write a computer program or something to simulate uh, that game, or we can get our friends at Curling Zone or something to, <laughs> to do <laughs> to the help stats us out with and, this. and get figure out stats. a way. Figure out a way to do this. Now I don't know. Does our peanut gallery have any thoughts on our field? Nancy is is showing her uh, un 
uh, sort of just there's no question that Nancy fully approves of our list. There's no doubt about that. Stammers, do you have any concerns about what we've done here? Well, I'm pretty pretty satisfied overall. All right, so I'm he's a bit surprised with the Ron Ron Northcott ma not making it in with oh, the okay. three championships and three world championships. Yeah, Ron Northcott, I mean, you know, great team, but there, there's been so many great teams from Alberta that we have to that, go with tough, we have to go with recency bias. Yeah, uh, if Ron Northcott was playing out of say Prince Edward Island, he'd be easy. on the team. <laughs> it's easy. Like pretty um, most other provinces maybe like if Ron Northcott's playing out of a Manitoba even. Yeah. You could make a a, a good case for him. There, certainly out of Quebec, yes, BC, yes. Just unlucky um, for him. Just Alberta's just such a tough province, so yeah. Uh, so just a little, little tough. Just there. unlucky, too unlucky. So that's our our briar. We'll do our Scotty's picks next week, th and we'll have some discussion there. This that one I think will be a little more divergence on. I'm guessing. I don't know. I haven't seen your list yet, there, Scotty. And you won't. No, until we actually do it a week from now when we join you again. So if you have any questions for the podcast, you can find us. Game of Stones podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, it's at Game of Stones pod. You can find Scott on Twitter at Scott Likes TV. I'm at Dr. Shawnee Fever. Nancy and Stammers are on Twitter somewhere too that you can probably find them if you so chose. Uh, uh, if you have not yet, please do subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever it is you get your podcast. Give us a rating and comments and all that jazz. And until we talk next week, keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that insert. Make the final.